wit There's such a lot of living to do They're sassy, sexy, spunky, witty, and best of all, opinionated. They are the girlfriends. And now here are Shelly, Whitney, and Shauna. Oh, girlfriends. So glad to be back with you. I have the biggest scare. I need you so much. I had the biggest scare of my life. Okay, my husband's playing golf. You know, temperatures are 100 degrees, 101 degrees. He's out there like he's 19 years old playing, you know, 18 holes of golf. You know, then he's playing another 18 holes of golf. Then he's playing 36 on the hottest day of the universe. Oh, it was 110 or something, wasn't it? And he came in yesterday after a game of golf. I am lying out. Getting through my book, yes, it's the same book that I'm trying In a bikini? <laughs> yes, in a bikini. Well, oh, that's brave. scary. Yeah, I was brave. Did you have like a um, book cover on the book? Uh, nope, I bikini was exposed. and the Shades of Grey book. Yes, wow. I'm just getting through it. That is courage. And two of my friends came by, and we were just sitting, chit-chatting, having some ice water. It was very, very warm. And my husband comes in and sits down and just was talking and we were having a lovely conversation, nothing unusual. He just looked a little tired, that's it. And he just collapsed. He had a pause, he had a moment, he had an episode, he had and went back and I ended up going on an adrenaline rush, running, calling 911 immediately, getting paramedics over there. So yesterday, I spent the entire evening in the hospital with my husband, who I was just, I I didn't know what had happened. I I was hoping that it was, uh, you know, he was dehydrated. Wow. And that is my beautiful little dog. My beautiful little dog, Penelope. Girlfriends, you haven't met my dog, Penelope, and she just wanted to say hello. Hi, Penelope. She's a little French poodle, and she's four pounds and and four ounces, and she's our little girlfriend. She's the spunkiest little mascot ever. Anyway, I was almost ready to uh, administrate CPR. However, the paramedics got there. We went to the hospital, and we ended up... uh, Transferring him to another hospital, and it was just really devastating. Is he okay? He is okay. Um, they're running tons of tests. It's so scary for you. I mean, just the whole mechanics of that. It was so scary to me, and I've learned so much through the process because I have learned that um, he you came to quickly. Those those thirty seconds seemed like five minutes. Oh yeah. But he came to, and he had, you know, like what happened, and his speech was clear, and it was a pause. It was something. So they think it was a stroke or a heart attack? They don't think stroke? it was a stroke because they think that he would have had some symptoms and some signs if it were a stroke, such as maybe a pain in his arm, right. such as heaviness in his chest, um, dizziness, Who's faintness. With these guys and playing golf. I mean, it's you know record heat temperature. You know, record heat all over America and, and playing golf. I know. And, you know, and the other thing is... Yeah, but you know what? Thank God for golf. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But, you know what? Not when it's 107. You know Girlfriends, Thank can God I tell you, God. it made me really reevaluate my relationship with my husband. That's scary. I mean, all yeah. those little funny things about, you know, you know, maybe, you know, 
tragic boating accident, <laughs> tragic boating accident or whatever. You just, you know, you realize, I mean, I just realized what a cornerstone and mainstay he is in my relationship. And in that moment of panic and my kids and, you know, shielding them away from the whole idea that, you know, my father could be gone in a nanosecond. Plus the fact, I do have to say this. If a heart attack happens that way, yeah. two seconds, done. Um, wow. It's that's done. that's the thing, you know, it's, it's, none of us ever really think it's going to happen. And then when something like that happens, you know, it sounds like your instincts were right on in terms of what to do. Yeah, and you've got to be a really fast reactor. You've mm-hmm. got to, you've got to be. Every minute counts. Well, you know, normally I'm not really great at that. And this time I just reacted. But it take it, you know. Forget the clothes. Forget the money. Forget what you do. Forget all the things. It, it's it's that person that means so much to you, and the life that really. Wait, didn't you oh, just yeah, tell you... me though? But didn't you just tell me last night? <laughs> See anything? <laughs> didn't you just I know, tell me I that? I needed. And to now exp- you're on the radio. I needed to express my feelings because I needed your thoughts. Okay, I'm and just your... checking in my head because I. Well, you know, it's sometimes things like that when that happens you know it is a wake-up call you know to really take a look at, at at what's what what's important to you well the interesting thing is he has had the doctors didn't even know because by his rhythm of his heart his heart was fine by his blood tests his blood tests all came back fine so when those little whatever they call episodes or seizures or whatever do they give him an um like a brain cat scan or a brain MRI? Well, they gave him at the first hospital, you know, all the blood tests. And then they gave a chest x-ray. And then they gave the uh, second hospital. They did all blood tests again. And now he went through a lot of scans today. <sighs> and so I, everything's fine. They think it's a minor, but some things when things happen in your body like that, they can't explain it. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't they care who you are, you know, how much money you have. You get into the hospital and you need an advocate because, you know what, you know, you're just a number when you get into the hospital these days. Oh, my gosh. We checked in at, I think we were at the hospital at 1130. He was in his room at 4 o'clock in the morning. Wow. And I had to come home because I had my son here. So the whole day has been discombobbled. I mean, it's just been a, 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 a horror story. But what I've really learned is be a reactor. I mean, be an initiator. Get to that phone and do the 911. Take action. And I don't think I could. Don't freeze. Don't freeze. And you know what? I'm going back, and I'm going to take another CPR class, and I'm going to do the Heimlich, too. That's a great idea. I am. I'm, I'm really. And I these, think everybody. I did the Heimlich on CPR. Liam, and he had a blip. It was probably the worst really? thing. When he had the bleb. I didn't oh, explain what that bleb. is. Explain what that the is. The bleb is, well, it's something that happens to normally, and it's a very small percentage, to boys that grow at a very rapid pace. And it's a little, it's like a little puncture in the lung, on the lining of the lung. So it would be like if you popped a pinhole in a balloon and it's a very slow leak. Yeah, it's a very slow leak. So when he was trying to catch his breath, he he couldn't catch his breath because he had a little hole in his lung wow. on the lining. 
So I gave them the Heimlich. Because they did say, they did ask, they did ask my husband if he had any, no, any lung problems. Because, you know, once they, once they cleared the heart scenario, then they go, are you, you know, asthmatic, diabetic, diabetic, which he's none of. And he's always been, you know. You have to be, it's, you know. It's just hard to see someone you love vulnerable like that. You know, it's. It's I know, so really, all my husband jokes were really, I mean, they really, I can't use them anymore, at least uh, not today. Well, not today. <laughs> today you'll have a short reprieve. No, it's, it is, it's very hard. Although, you know, when Bill wasn't well, when he had the lymphoma, he didn't really embrace other people. He kind of just, he yeah, went through I mean, it alone. I mean, you guys didn't really even tell me. Well, no, we didn't. We did after we, we couldn't in the beginning, but no, we did. But he just didn't. He just wanted to do it alone. Well, you know, I was that thinking. Was his process. Yeah, that was his process. A lot of people like to do it that way. Um, what I was thinking, though, last week, my husband was also on the golf course. Another episode on the golf course, and he had a dizzy spell. Ooh, so I see, think now you're starting to okay. Put so now, see, now yes. I'm thinking this could have been. These are like little warning signs. Uh-huh. So whatever. I'm just so grateful and so happy that we got into a hospital and with great facilities that can really go through all these testing so that we can find out what it is and hopefully take care of it through whether it may be medication or surgery. But well, that the worst was thing is scary. Something like that happen and and not know what's wrong. You know, I mean. I, I just can't even, you know, my husband had, had cancer too a few years ago. And, you know, it's... it's well, that's turn- what he went in for his dick extension. Yeah. <laughs> no, he didn't need... He didn't need that. Sure. That's the last yeah. thing. I know. Yeah. I, was, I had to laugh, though. I had to laugh. I just needed a laugh. <laughs> yeah. That's the last thing She's totally out of control. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's scary. And you know what? Thank you that I can't even believe Obamacare was passed. <laughs> I know what you're just reminding me of that now. I'd completely forgotten about that. Obamacare. Oh my god. Thanks, Judge Roberts. I think we gotta get it out. We gotta get the Republican vote going. Oh no, come really on, do. let's not go there. Okay. Let's talk right, about relationships bye. and love and our men and, and guys. Older and men. What let's talk like. about older men. Well, this is a scary thing. I, would you have is, your daughter date an older guy? Okay. Well, this is what I uh, a couple years older, yes. Actually when she's young same age. No, I wouldn't do a same age when she's really young because the guys are so immature out there. So I think five years older is really nice. I think ten years older is really nice. Cool. You know, we've got like thirty years between us. So it's <laughs> <laughs> we That's like, crazy. Well, actually, my husband is the youngest guy I've ever dated, and he was—he's ten years older than me. And why was that? Why did we like? I always have liked. It's. I think it's the My Fair Lady. Is it the father figure? John Derrick, you know, Bo Derrick thing. I, I don't know. I've always, you know, Rex Harrison. I always thought he was sexy. I think it's the father figure. You know, it's like well, that. You know, I have to say, I don't think my ex-boyfriends were, my ex-boyfriends were around my age. So you fell, I mean, and that's yeah. the other thing to say. Like, but well, I never. Would you let your daughter, well, you know, you can't help it. I mean, you love who you love, you know? No, but would I let my daughter date an older man? Of course you would. Yes. You can't, you can't yes. force her. I mean, it's not ours to say we let your daughter. We don't control him. But I think it's all exciting and wonderful, and, you know, you learn things and are exposed to things that you might not be with someone your own age. But then it is inevitable, you know, that at some point 
They get older. They get older, and you're and younger. And you're well, younger. You know what? And that is it's exactly how you feel because it, it's never an age difference when we dated. Right. Or But now that he's getting older. Right. And he's not wanting to be older. Right. And I'm getting older, but getting not more wanting immature. to be older. <laughs> not wanting to be older. You're getting older, but younger. Is that it, it, there's there's a bracket there, and you really need to you know that made me stop and say I got you know we have to take care of one another, and you have to listen to our bodies. You have to listen <gasps> to what know, our I bodies are saying back to, to us. To kindness, I think it's so important, and it's just so hard. Well, nobody yeah, it is so hard. We don't go through life thinking that something bad's going to happen, but as you know, it does happen. And when something happens, it happens in the blink of an eye. You know, it happens fast. And it is an important note, I think, to remind ourselves to be kind, you know? Well, I think kind, it's such a But you know what? Word. It is kind. And as long it's as everyone's forever. kind to me, I'm kind to them. But when they're not kind to me, you get your own little daggers out and do your own thing. Spend well, their I, money. I, I definitely, um, I don't even think I told you guys this, but, um, you know, I definitely, when I'm, you know, feeling like, that I just am not in a good place with my husband. I definitely will go out and spank my partner just to like. <laughs> you guys are you know, so I bad. do it, and you know what? It just it started to get to the point where like it wasn't even fun anymore for me you to guys do that. Are bad. And I just you know I decided that I just didn't want to do it anymore. And I, I called. It's like a silent revenge. It is to go out and spank the credit card. It is, and I it, I it's like the only thing that gets him to pay attention. Wow. And, I um I called his financial advisor. She sent me a birthday card, and I've never you know been told like I know her name, but I didn't know her number or anything. And I called and I said, "Look, I just want to tell yeah, you." But I'm that, surprised she would talk to you without his consent. Well, I said, you know, I just want you to listen. You know, I know this is probably awkward for you, to, you know, but I want you to know that this is how I'm feeling about this. And how are you feeling about it? I feel bad about doing it. You know, it's like two wrongs don't make a right. Oh, this was after something had happened and he got mad at you and you you, yeah. you wanted to express I yourself mean, to if, her just oh, to... Well, the fact is that he'll yell at me for spending a dollar or a hundred dollars. You know, it's he yells at me for, you know, spending money, period. And when he does that, you know, I go out and spank the credit card harder. You, know? <laughs> you guys... And it got to the point where it just... It's so, I knew we were soul sisters. Yeah. You need a hobby or something. I mean, it just got to the point for me that it was like two wrongs don't make a right. You know what I mean? Because then there's the inevitable, like, six months from now, you know, where the, the, the big conversation happens at the dinner table, like, how could you do this? And, you know. And you know what? It's just not... It, you know, it just it wasn't... Feeling. What do you say, though, when he says, how can you do this? What is your answer? Um... What makes you do this? Wait, what, well, yeah, like, you must hate me. You must really hate me. It's like, <laughs> no, I just want you to, like, you know, be nice to me. Like, I want you to be, like... But see, I'd but rather that's not going to make him nice have, to you. No. no, but I'd rather have someone say, you must really hate me. Because my husband says, I can't do this. Right. Like, something's wrong No, but with you, you can bet $10,000 on a hole in golf. Right. Hmm. What's wrong with that picture? <laughs> well, you know what? You're right. And the fact of the matter no, is... No, but $10,000, I'll bet you 10000 you can't get it in a hole in two parts. Hmm. <laughs> no, but then he yells at you if you get a dress. I don't get it. It's not well, a dress. It, well, the thing is, it's that's more than a dress. There, well, you know, I so what? Know. With my husband, I feel like I'm disrespected. Like, what I bring to the partnership isn't valued. 
you know, and, you know, so I, I, I just decided that for myself, for myself, I was going to stop doing that. First of all, I don't, start making right. I, Whitney, I, I really think that, that Jerry really does respect you. I really do. And I think he really, I think he really looks at everything you do kind of in awe. I really do. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's just my viewpoint. The interesting thing is it's been a few months now, and he's still yelling at me, you know, but I feel better inside. I feel more Okay. Well, so let me learn through you, because so that phone call to the financial advisor helped you? Yeah, because I realized... (laughs) Wait, you know what I'm feeling like? I'm feeling like... (laughs) (laughs) No, what's what's the girl on Howard Stern's show? Robin. Robin I feel like Robin. I really do. I'm sitting here with you two. I'm thinking, I'm no, Robin. but I'm de- I'm dead damn serious. Oh, what? Well, so go on. Sorry. I, I realized that his and my ability to communicate. When I say black, he hears white. You know, when I say white, he hears black. And I, it just like I had the revelation that we needed a third party. Like we needed someone that he respected. And someone who was savvy about money, and I realized, like, well, why don't I just call? Oh, that was interesting. So, did she ever have a conversation? And so she said, and I said, look, you don't have to respond to me because I know that, you know, you might think this is inappropriate, but I just want to let you know that this is where my heart's at. This is where my head's at, you know, and I just want to be realistic about finances. And right now, I'm like in a relationship where I'm. I'm being treated like I'm 12 years old. And I'm tired of being a 12-year-old who then gets mad for being treated like a 12-year-old who then goes and spends money like, you know, who spanks the credit card. And I don't want to do that anymore. And, you know, I want Jerry to be happy. And if this is what's preventing him from being truly happy... You know, I find this really interesting, number one, that that was a woman, which I think, and because you being so open and smart about situations, calling her, that she was probably felt emotionally yeah, and like connected I said, to I that. Not, like we were if that was a man, and, I wonder if he right. would have said, just stop spending then. Right, which is ridiculous. That's like saying, don't be nervous, you know? I mean, it, and again, it... Or relax. Right. I hate that word. You know, it's, it's like money for relax. Jerry and I is like, you know... Was she consoling to you? She just, she said, you know what, I know it must have taken a lot for you to call me. And she was really cool about it. Just a few vodkas. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Just a few packs of cigarettes. Um, and she said, I know it must have taken a lot for you to call me. And she's like, you know, um, let me, this is obviously a very touchy situation. Um, I'm glad that you felt you could confide in me. And she said, you know, let me think about the best way to handle this. And, you know, I'll get back to you. And then about, I don't know, a week later, my husband said to me, he's like, I understand, you know, you called my financial advisor. And I was like, I'm thinking, oh, Ooh. shit, here it comes. Oh. I'm like, mm. I, at, least you, at least you knew the right questions to ask her. I was like, mm, here it comes. And it was, I could see, Shauna, I swear to you, it was like he was really proud. It was like, I could see he thought that was pretty damn cool that I did that. I like that. You know, I think that's really cool. And I, you know, I don't even know if I'd know the right questions to ask well and i think that's important for every woman to know see you don't you you don't do this i know 
Whitney and I do this. We go out, and it's like our evil little, I'm going to get you back. Right. And we spank the credit card, and there's just something that's like, ha, ha, ha. It makes you feel good. Right. You, you know, check us a box and then you are. <laughs> Say, I can't spend it. I no, no. Can it. I tell you what I really think it is? I think it's that I have another outlet. I think my outlet is singing. Well, oh, that and could be. I think it is. And when you have something that you feel is fulfilling you, then you don't have the tendency to go out and do a need like that. I think that's true. And both but, of you are so well, no, I think it's more talented. about the husband. It's more about the husband. But your husband, husband also really treats you. Is away a lot. Like, <laughs> but he treats you like a partner. I mean, you guys are a great team, you know, and I feel like, you know, his money is your money. I what? There's a, what? Here's the thing, girls. If I had a daughter, which I don't, you know, and, and never give up your career. Absolutely. It's when Here you is a so shout out for every get female. Get well, yes. well now they are getting careers. Now young girls are getting careers. They're smart. It's much more of an equalization. And I really I, had a career, but I married a man that I gave up my career for. I did too. Yes, we all because did. Because he wanted all me to. And then and you sublimate husband. your identity into their identity. Yes. And, and I do have to. Misses and then you become the missus. And I do have to say, my husband has never really said to me, go out, get a job. That's not what he wants. He wants of course me. Not. He doesn't. Of course he doesn't. No, my husband either, but he wants to come home to, you know, a five-course gourmet meal and a perfectly, you know, you know, Looking great quality, and everybody clapping you know, at house. the door when you walk in. Yeah. And great up enlightening stories to be told at dinner. Right. Yeah, but how can you have enlightening down. stories when you're locked in a house and you're doing, you know, all their tasks? So this but is the shout-out to all the women today is, you know, to keep your identity, to get it. To feel good about yourself, not give up your identity, no matter who you. I don't feel like I've given ever given up my identity. No, I don't think you. I don't. I'm. But I, okay. you know, I'm. I'm a Taurus, and I. I am a nurturer, and that's no. we are Earth people, and all we do is give back to the Earth. We give to others. We make the situation right. We love our homes. We love our financial security. That's what makes us secure. That's what our whole DNA is all about. But I do feel like, for myself. And I'm also Taurus, and I agree with you. But I also feel like my son getting ready, looking at colleges and going away has made me reevaluate, like, what do I want to be when I grow up? <laughs> you know, like, who do I want to be when I grow up? That's what do right. I want to be? Because I do derive a giant amount of my identity from, from being your a family. Mom. Oh, yeah. well, we you do. You would be both. It's me been the too. best All thing I've ever us. done. It's been All the hardest job, but it's also been the best. Yeah, I'd be in a trunk of a car probably if it wasn't. For having kids, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, no, I but have I think a that's... lot of fun, and you know, that's you know, being, it's been the greatest blessing of my life. And just thinking about, you know, what do I do now? You're going to get an apartment next to where he goes to college. No kidding. <laughs> I know. I'm like, could you just like stalker mom? Could you just decide where you're going already? So I listen, can... General MacArthur's mother did that. That's right. Right outside. West she Point. ironed his shirts. She brought him food. She took care of him. If that's that, okay. Of course now, not. But I'm being you're not funny. doing that. I mean, no, but but it makes you real. It makes me think like not only who do I want to be when I you know grow up, but how do I want to be when I grow up? You know, and I think well, we do change. What are we do. going to be? You know, what well, what's going to be? I mean, I'm going on to my next phase of my life now. 
my kids are of ages where they're, you know, they're going to be, I've got 15 and 14 year olds. Yeah. They're in high school. They're standing on their own two feet. They've got their own friends. They've got their own little lives going on. And it I can really now. hit me sophomore year, but it really hit me junior year that, uh-oh, it's just good. I don't go. And it's just, you know, it's going to be me and Jerry. <laughs> who well, will live, who will die. <laughs> and who, and who you know will what? Thank survive. God for that game of golf. Oh, my God. Oh, I know my God. Says, Thank you. Don't you hate it when your husband's out on the golf course? No, I I'm like, it. no. Are you kidding? I love it. It gives me my own time. I love it. I'm so surprised at women that don't like that. And they also, well, don't you hate it when your husband's like traveling? No. You know, if anyone has, has a call-in, Call in and we can chit chat on what is it, Whitney? Uh, the dash, dash, dash girlfriends dash, dash chat, chat dot com. You're listening to the web talk radio dot net. The girlfriends. Oh, you know so, we, we just got a call uh, from Karen in Indiana. Hey, Karen in Indiana. <laughs> and, Karen. Uh, Karen wants to know uh, why do we feel like we're not grown up? Karen. Well, can you Wait, repeat the question, Karen? Um, I, how old are you, girls? We're old enough, Karen, <laughs> to be talking to you and giving you wisdom. Because <laughs> I can tell by your voice that you are very young. I am, and I'm still confused on what I want to be when I grow up, so maybe you guys you can will- help me figure it out. You know what? To help you figure it out, I think you should just really enjoy the journey and just go, you're, you know, have a plan, somewhat of a plan. Do things that you love doing. Can I ask how old you are? I'm 21. Oh, my gosh. You've got lives and lives before you. <laughs> and are you single? Are you dating? I'm single. Oh, you're single? Yep. Great. And Stay single. Stay single. <laughs> no, we're joking. No, I'm no, I'm not joking at all. The twenties were the most fabulous years of my life. This is you should be they dating. They were. Oh, I yes. wouldn't change my time right now for anything. You should be dating. Oh, really? You should be having fun, uh, traveling <laughs> with that. your friends. And what about your? Um, do you have a career? Uh, no, I I'm currently working with my brother, but I'm not really sure where I want to go with that or what I really want to do. And I'm sorry, what's your name? Karen? Karen. Karen, Karen now, just on this, uh, the dating situation, would you date an older man? Yes, I and would. You would? Why? Yeah. Do you, um, why do you find older men more attractive than? More mature, for more sure, mature. than all the guys that I'm, like, I'm oh. friends with. They could probably take you on nicer dates, I'm sure. But, and they uh, all have jobs. <laughs> Right. Well, they have jobs. jobs. <laughs> well, right. You know what? Hey, that's something we're not even thinking about today. You know, kids don't have jobs anymore. Young guys do not have jobs. Well, with so, the economy, we're spending... So to all you older men out there, you're going to have lots of dates. Yeah. 50, what, you know, all, all this money out of college, and kids get out of college so far in debt, you know, for their tuitions that, you know, they can't even get a job to start to repay the debt. My best advice, if I had a girl, honestly, would be just to maintain your own identity, whether that was keep your career and keep your own money, 
or just have interests that are just for yourself. I agree. You know, not to sublimate your yourself. And, you know, I think, you know what, Shelly, you're right about that. I never really thought. What? When you have something that you really love that fills yeah. you, you know, like maybe I've been leaning too heavily on the motherhood. Well, I have too. That That's what has made us really feel. You know what, by the way, Karen, thanks for calling in. Thanks, Karen. <laughs> thanks for calling in. Anyway, if anyone else wants to call no in, please do. No one there, though. You know, no, so. that's right. <laughs> that was a good question, Karen. Um, I always like to say, you know, pre-Kennedy. You know, and I, I feel like maybe it's not just a job. I feel like it can be a hobby. It can be a passion. And I have plenty of that. You as... girls are both so talented, you don't give yourself enough credit. You're both very, very talented. I, you don't look at what you're doing. You do so many incredible things. You do so many things for charity. You've raised so much money for different charities. You have done, you know, so much for the betterment of the cities that you live in. I just, and you're not, you're not acknowledging that and giving yourself that credit. You're looking at yourself like you are just married, quote unquote, women. And you're not. You never have been. So change your attitude. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. 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 This girlfriend says, wow. But you know what? I'm saying wow because you're right. And you're yeah, absolutely I mean, right. And you know I mean, what? The dynamic is, and, and I have the same dynamic, it's this, you know, push-pull with the husband, and that's kind of like, it's a killer. It makes our relationship work, but it also it's as your we dance. Age, it's, it's your dance, dance exactly. and you want to change the dance now. Right. That is your I dance. I am going to change my dance. That's going to be my new reinvention. I like it. And I've always been very, very critical of myself, very hard on myself. I think we all have. But yeah. you know, I, I've understood why. And it's not like I'm, you know, depressed or bummed out about it. I love myself. I love my life. I love the people. But you don't really me. look at how much you've done. You've done a lot. You know what? I feel like I can do so much more. I feel like I can do so much more that means more. Well, you you will. And you, in a more of a heavier way. But that's what that I'm makes saying, a like difference. And, and that brings up a point of validation. And I think for me, you know, it's like maybe I'm looking to my husband to validate me. And Forget it. Stupid. It's not going to happen. Like, it's not going to happen. So now I have to do it for myself. And I think that's one of the things that empowered me to pick up the phone and call his financial advisor. It's one of the things that... That was really you know, good. Well, it was like, I need to do more you know the things for myself. I didn't. I just wanted to... I just said, I really what don't know what did she say? What was her first thing when she said, you know, thank you, or just say, or did she say, you know, this she is... She said, clearly, you know, this is... You know, something I have to discuss with I your husband. Something I have to discuss with your husband. <laughs> but you know what? My thing was like, better you discussing it with him than me, because yeah. we're not getting anywhere when I discuss it with him. Wow. Oh, my God. So I, I just feel like maybe it's taking on. Well, more wait, we never ourselves. really finished the whole thing though. So he did say that he understood that you called the financial advisor, and then what was his? And that was it. Feelings. And then, um, like a, I don't know, maybe a week after that, we talked with her, the two of us, on the phone, and just you know, she sort of mediated the conversation and got him to realize where I was coming from, and got me to realize where he was coming from. And I felt a lot. I, I felt did a they lot change your budget? Um, they did. Well, originally it was completely unrealistic, and you know, unrealistic so, according to Jerry, or yes. unrealistic according to you. Unrealistic according to me. Oh, okay. And you know, it's sort of um, 
you know, like having to justify why you spent, you know, X amount on flowers. I never thought in my entire flipping life that, you know, I could get someone so mad by having, you know, fresh flowers in the house. It's just... Well, (laughs) flowers are expensive, but that is expensive. It is expensive. I'm There's just no thinking like of line items, Would you like need budget items every week in your house. No, I don't. No, need but it them. makes you feel but good. Ma- but I'd love to have them. I want them, but I don't need them. No, makes you, know? you feel good. And I can see where, from his point of view, that that would be an excessive thing. I mean, I get it. But you know, if you just isolate that one example, that could be an argument that takes whatever. But now I realize, like, in the totality of the picture, you know, I see where he's coming from. I never thought that he really understood where I was coming from, and I never understood where he was coming from until we actually, you know, had someone like Well, I think, you know, I think in a lot of situations it does take that third common denominator to come in there. Otherwise, you just get, at least in my situation, you're just battling back and forth. Right, because I'm going saying. on, I'm, I'm falling on deaf ears. Yeah, you battle minutia. Yeah, you, you battle minutia, and, it, and it's it's emotionally draining, it's physically draining, and you really get, I mean, I, I don't think I spend all that much money, but apparently everybody else does. Well, You're it's also like our guys, talk are radio getting, the our guys are getting older, and it's like they don't want to work forever, you know, and... You know, my my thing with my husband is like, okay, I understand that, but give me the information. Like, what is, you know, what's coming in? What's going out? He's not going to tell you that. You know, I mean, I, you know, it just... You just want, you want to be educated on the whole process. Women should be educated. There's no doubt about it. That's right. Good words. Included and... And And value. And value. I, I want, you know, I want to know that... See... Here's, here's the difference, and Shell, this is what I think you get a lot from your... Right. It, it comes back to validation. And yes, mm-hmm. why do you use the word validation? It, it's like anybody. You know, a doctor gets validation because he right. feels that he has done and fulfilled so right. many people's lives right. that he doesn't need to have to come home and fulfill somebody else's. Do you know what I mean? A lawyer does He's the same thing. He's not relying on one that, thing because he has something of his own. So it's not only just a job, so to speak. It's like your singing fulfills you. You know, me being... Right. I agree. Yeah, the most... I mean, I know for me, I feel really great when I'm planning an event for something, whether it's a charity thing or... Oh, this has been so much fun for me this summer, planning these events. Because it's creative, and you know what? It's not really about are you making, you know, how much money are you making? It's that you love it. And you're good at it. And you're good at it. You know what it is? It's an endorphin high. Because you're good at it, it comes easy to you, and you can keep going, ooh, if I do that, it's going to be even better if I do that. And it just keeps building on this endorphin rush. Yeah, now in a perfect world, would it be great if, you you know, you made money doing that? I guess so. But then there's also the part, trade off, that you can, you know, Go travel when you need That's to. That's right. You, you have your own time. And it's interesting with some of my other girlfriends that we have, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side because right. they're looking and saying, Shauna, oh, God, you know, it's so lucky that you can do it. And they're tied to these great corporate jobs, which other people are envious of. See, it, 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 I don't know. I guess it's just a toss-up. But I think it gets back into the situation of validating. So I am going to say, I'm going to throw this out to the universe, big shout-out. 
that I'm reinventing, validating myself now. I'm not going to take it from anybody else. And what was my other thing that I said? Oh, with, the, with your husband, you were going to take the kinder approach? No, that no, wasn't she me. That was Shelly. <laughs> yeah, that was no, that was no. That I'm going to be oh, no, but I, I'm re, no, I'm going to be very nice about to my husband. That was a very shocking thing that I went through, and if anyone has ever experienced, and that, he should be nice to you, which I hope, and yes, yeah, I think things, little things like that happen for reasons. I do, and there it are could be a calls. shift. It could be a shift. Well, we're, we're nice. we are coming up on. July thirteenth, Friday the thirteenth. Right. Well, not so, I mean, Mother's yeah. birthday. Oh my God! Is it right. your mom's birthday? Yes. Oh, I hope you're coming in for that's it. That's great. I'm here. I will be. Oh, that's yeah. really nice. What are you guys going to do? Well, we're doing a psychic night, oh, and we have why? a tarot card reader. Oh my God, that's so fun! We have a signature, all in fun, signature reader. That's great. And we have a. Ara reader. Your mom just loves being right with you guys and yeah. grandkids. You really have to do that. And all our friends. Yeah. Just give her just give her the latest big give her a party. A bag. A party or a great order. <laughs> <laughs> she loves it's all her about her food. She loves her order. No, but that's right. So it's Friday the thirteenth, and wouldn't that be funny if we had a full moon? No, we just had a full Oh, we did. That yeah, was gorgeous. That would be cool, though, in terms of an event. Yeah. So, party no, planners. Party planners. No, so that's what's happening on Friday the 13th, which is Mother's birthday, so that'll be great. Cancer. Wow. I know. So we have an Aries, two Tauruses in the wow. room right now. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's really, that's really great. You're anyway, listening to would... The Girlfriends on webradio.net. I actually went bike riding with my dad today. You did? Yeah, I did. Oh. It was the first time that I've ridden my bike in like five years. And uh, my dad just kicked my ass. He did? Yeah. Wait, he had a little health scare there for a while, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he had a crazy uh, staph infection. That's the other oh, thing. You never that's know what you're going to so... these hospitals. It's just terrifying. <sighs> How do you get those? You get he... them through germs, germs in a hospital. In hospital. Yeah, but my dad got it. Um, he was like chopping palmettos. You know, you can't just like let somebody else, you know, do the landscaping. And he got some scratch and it got infected. I mean, that's that's how it starts. And just developed this, you know, awful infection. And, uh, you know, was on an IV every day and it was really mm. scary. It's very scary. Well, I think anytime, anyway, I, you know, I, that was just a horrific, horrific thing. It shook, uh, just shook me up so terribly. I don't know. Yesterday was just a weird day. Uh, Jerry and I. There was something in the atmosphere. It was like an all. Oh yeah. You did a what? Why? Giant fight yesterday. Oh, I thought you said. I thought you said walk, and I was like, oh my god, you're walking together. Oh no. Oh no. He actually. This is the husband who like has never gone on a walk with me. I love to walk. Now, we what actually, were you fighting about? We actually was walked that? for about, we actually walked for about, you know, a mile yesterday. Nice. And then he was like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> that's nice. Um, what you we get were, fight we about? We were uh, fighting about, we were at um, someone's house who, um, they, they have a big pool and a backyard. And, and you wanted a pool. You know, of course, my eight-year-old was like, How can why we can't we have a pool? pool in the backyard? Oh, don't 
even. Oh, so it just kind of went, you know, I don't know. It went from bad to worse. And um, you weren't thinking about moving out to the suburbs? No, but I always have this, like, you know. Changing the first it, floor it, into a swimming be, pool. Yeah. This, this, <laughs> how many times can you change? No, right? on top of the deck. Right. <laughs> you know, I Ooh, have this every summer. Neat. I have this. Actually, you, know? you could do it on top of your deck, you know. Well, we used to have. Um, could be very cool. But, yeah, it's not private. That's not it. That's the, yeah. It's just you know this happens in the floor. summer where you don't you know really know like with an eight year old like what to do with yourself. You have your club. He could be playing tennis. He can be playing golf. He, he can he be plays, swimming. He does plenty of that. I mean, Go to the he beach. Does plenty of that. Oh well, it's not what you think it is anymore. I'm telling you, it's very different. You know, um, I sent I sent Brett to the same camp that Blake went to. And uh, some kids try to like push him over in the porta potty, like just like terrorized him in, in the job. And uh, that is oh, the high five sports camp. That's yeah. almost like bullying. Oh, it was bullying, and you, you've never seen a father go more ballistic than Jerry. Than Jerry Lasky. I, I actually felt sorry for the guy who owns the camp. Really? Yeah. Because, well, I mean, it just doesn't seem like that's the kind of thing that happens in movies where the big kids, like, the little kids, well, into the can I tell you the story? Big kids. I was out in a polo match one time. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. And we really were, never want to go to the bathroom again. We were all dressed up, and we were, there was three of us, three girls, we were just, like, thinking, well, we were just really having fun. And the guy started, we were all talking in the bathroom, and, of course, we were all talking about the polo players and the guys, and they tipped over the... the they dipped over the porta potty, and we were in. <laughs> and what? And we were in the porta potty. It was so fun. Oh my! Can I just the what stuff dump out? Were, wait, you were. Uh, it was. Oh, a, it they was dipped a, over. Yeah, they rocked the whole away. thing because we wouldn't the come stall. out because we were talking about them. And oh. We were all dressed up, and they started rocking the porta potty back and forth, and rocking it back and forth. And the next thing we know, we're like, whoa! <laughs> Shitstorm. It was a clean porta potty, let me tell you. You know, it's just crazy stuff oh you did like that when you were young God. that you look back on and you just. All think, right, if your 12 year old son is one of the terrorists. Yeah, they tipped over the porta potty when the, the girls were in there dressed up. You'd be furious. Oh, no, no, I was like 21. <laughs> You'd be furious. No, you I know, would be furious. You absolutely kill me because all of the things that you say, oh, and my son, bah, 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 and my daughter, did did did. If they did what you did oh, at that age, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, you I pray. would die. I would die. I would be in a home. You would be in a home. You'd be knocking on a window going, oh, I think she looks a little better today. So can you imagine? <laughs> I would be in a nut house. No. I know. My but you know, times were different. Girls, no, they weren't. Shelly, you can't, I can't send my kids out on on the lakefront riding their bicycles when they were young. That's nuts. We right. Could. What about being in your own home? Hello. Forget riding their bike on the lake. <laughs> Let's talk about Lighting things that happened in your own home. Parties and, you know. Wait, weren't you the one that was making out at sunset with with your boyfriend, Wally? <laughs> oh, yes. perfect. Wait, and weren't you with the guy, that Danny, down at the boathouse that pulled the sports page out of your bra? <laughs> Sports yeah, but that's not like throwing parties and doing drinking and blah blah blah. What I want to know is where were our parents when we were doing all they, this stuff? They certainly weren't helicopter they moms. They were eating hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> they were 
eating or dirt? No, you know what? Really, where were they? First of all, I'll tell you where our dads were. Our dads were building their businesses. Right. And our, and moms, our mothers were running after them. And our moms were like, I think on Valiant, just running around <laughs> shopping and looking pretty and being a wife. It's like Mad Men of today, really, when yeah. you think back. That's how it was. Yeah. I, I You know, that show really does resonate for me. And, I, you know, cocktailing during the day was not a big deal. Right. And what we weren't really involved. About? The kids were in, you know, the background. You know, just show up for Easter Sunday and we look, were look not great. like that at all. But no, in Mad Men and kids growing oh. up, just not in our oh, household. Yes. But yeah. you know, the parents weren't all involved. In, Who are you dating? What are you doing? No, but Where I think there's growing? a happy medium. I think now the parents today are too involved, and I think there should be a happy medium. I think now the parents are just so. Well, everything it's, it's is for. You. I mean, I'm included. Everything is for your kids, 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 and how they behave and what they do and, you know. It's a far more competitive world than yes. the way we grew up. Much more competitive. But I don't know if it gets, it gives them the edge. Well, what gives them the edge is, to a certain extent, solving their own challenges. However. Which, however, the parents don't let them do. Uh, 60 Minutes, there was a, you know, a call, this book called Red Shirting. And, you know. Parents that hold their kids back to kindergarten so that they're a year older gives them this, you know, psychological advantage, the athletic advantage, and yeah. you know, you know, pre, you know, preempting what's already very competitive. I mean, I think you could definitely take it too far. You know, try to give your kid an upper, you know, leg on the competition that exists, and you know, it is academically, it's tough. Sports, nobody treats sports like when we were kids the way they treat sports. No, now, now. it's so no. competitive. It's so tough. With it's, girls, too. Yeah. You know, now it's like the, you know, kids have, you know, tutors and chiropractors and, you know. And it's, it's you know, parents that are, you know, solving all their problems for them and, you know. And then we're getting the tutors. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, i got to read the book. I've got to read the book. i got to get a tutor. Right. I'm going to ride a bike. I'm getting a bike coach. <laughs> I'm getting a life coach, bike coach, chiropractor. Right. That's what that's my, what my yoga teacher, my meditation coach. My, yeah. You know, I'm needlepoint coach. You know, whatever it is, maybe that's what it is, Shauna. I'd love to do that with you. Maybe that's what what we, need class. we need to do some some life coaching or some classes that are different. I wanted to do glass blowing with you guys. I know that's right. You didn't want to do it. I don't remember that. What were we doing that for? No, you and I because were in Palm Beach, and we were in the Neiman Marcus, and we saw a pair of shoes that we thought that would look great for Whitney. So we text Whitney, and we say, Whitney, Whitney we got these great <laughs> pairs of shoes. What are we going to do on our birthday? And Whitney said, let's take a glass blowing class. And we all text her back and said, have you, been, have you started drinking again? <laughs> and she wrote, text us back, no, I will never do that. <laughs> Oh, you can take me to the. the I the, think glass blowing would be cool. I think needle pointing would. Let's be do cool. a pottery class. Would be, yeah. I'd like you know to what I'd like to do? Class. Let's do a knitting class. No, I'd like I'd to like do a to pottery class. I don't know if I can count that long, but yeah. You know what? Let's a little homework for each other. Next meeting, we'll bring the information. Yeah, I we'll think that would going. be really fun. We will get it going. So find a gong. passion. Find a, and you know, we'll actually gong. You know, my, Subject change. You know, my dad did say this to me today, Shelley. He said, "You know what's wrong Web with talk radio? Older? Dad, they don't tell you. They help you plan. You know, for Things your retirement. They help you plan physically. With you know, you learn about 
taking care of your okay. health. You learn about, but you, they never tell you about, you know, how to deal with being older and the way to Maybe deal with being older. That's what our thing is, girls. Activities. That's the girlfriend activities. That's what the girlfriends Listen, will I love do. Doing activities. We will take the baby boomer generation into the next That's millennium why, right. on how how to on getting older. That's exactly. I love that. You know, that is a, a great idea. Aha yeah. moment. That's okay. an aha. Good, good, good. Or it good could be aha. Ooh, ooh, but <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, well you know what? Think about it. We'll have a lot of fun trying yeah. to do things. Yeah. I, I'm really a sportster, so I love all that stuff. As long as my body is active, I can't just sit. So if my hands are active, even if I were right. doing knitting or right. um, needle pointing, I mean, we could come up with a great product, knitting. Yeah, I'm not athletic, maybe kielbasa, but you know what? Maybe kielbasa, maybe kielbasa cover. Right. <laughs> What's a kielbasa cover? She's obsessed with this Wisconsin sausage. <laughs> oh, is that a kielbasa? Yeah. So it slowed the game down enough, but you know what? I actually like really like it. <laughs> Where are we? Where are We've we? We've gone from pot handles to ball warmers. Gone. <laughs> I don't know. We're talking about activities. Activities. I don't know. Things like that just sell. Hey. You know, we'll build bunk beds in our room. We'll have more room for activities. We'll have so much fun. Aerobics. Let's go even back to our, aerobics. Even if our friends, even if our friends, even if our husbands all eat, Kick the bucket. We could do. <laughs> we could do. We could do like a a, a sessions. You know, we have. Our kids would be fine. We would raise them all together. We could do. Like they a have comedy. been raised yeah. all together. This is the problem. I know. They're good. They're fine. Oh, that's it's so funny. I'm crying. Oh, I'm, that is funny. Well, that's one of the most important things to our. I'm doing a shout out to all our listeners. <laughs> is laughing. You've got to find some girlfriends that you can laugh with. That's so right. I hope it's with us. Either you're yeah. sitting there thinking, wow, these girls <laughs> these are really girls off are really their really rocker. Silly. They're really stupid. Or you are Wait, really having fun. I think we have Julia Childs calling in. <laughs> Hang on a second. This, you beat, you'll meet. Beat it very quickly and on. <laughs> Just a little bit of pepper, not too much. You wouldn't make it through. Very seasoned. Have you done any uh, clam bakes in May? This um, actually, we didn't do any clam bakes yet. Um, we did, um, we've had a lot of lobster. We had a lot of lobster, but you know, Bill's kind of an anti-lobster guy. I don't know why, but you know, because it's fat meat. So, Is it really? Well, only because of the butter, but we did do, um, we had some guests up and everybody, of course, when they come to Maine, they like to have lobster, so we did some lobsters on the grill, but we didn't. We haven't done any clam bakes, so I'm looking forward to doing that. I, when you do lobsters on the grill, do you steam them first, or what do you do? Um, I believe he first boiled them, and then he put them on the grill. Oh, okay. So, 
and I had to leave the kitchen because sometimes when you put lobsters in a pot, they go speak. Yeah, yeah, and that's awful. So I can't be in the kitchen when they do it. So it's it's awful. I I don't know. I don't like to think about it, but they sure do taste good. Yeah, and they reproduce quickly, so it's not like I don't know. That's my only way of thinking about that. It's okay to eat lobster. Right. Well, you know, there was like, I guess the most plentiful food when the pilgrims came over to America. Oh, really? Yeah, really. Lobster should have been like, instead of turkey, it should have been lobster because that's mostly what they lived on. Fun fact. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> you're kind of a trivia buff, aren't you? Yeah, it's kind of, it's, yeah, I'm a font of useless But you know, the, the one really great thing that's happening now are there's great restaurants that are sprouting up. Oh. In Maine. And you know that Maine was kind of like, there was so many fried food restaurants that nobody could, you could never lose weight. You could never go out to dinner unless you had fried everything. Right. So Something now they're getting some really good food. They're really getting some great restaurants. So that's making it really more fun to be there and, you know, to enjoy the cuisine and stuff. What was that one little fabulous Italian restaurant in Portland? Ooh. They're so cute. Street and Company. Yeah. Our oh, favorite. Such a great restaurant. Street and Company is one of the greatest restaurants in the world because everything is fresh from the ocean and organically grown. And it's just got one, they do fresh blueberry pies and strawberry wow. shortcake and fresh pecan pies. It, it's just an incredible little restaurant. And it's, it's just got a great atmosphere and it's one of our very favorites so that we did do street and company we, I, I always i feel like in maine i feel like it's very i don't know i feel the most american in maine yeah it's a great american feeling it really is it's one of those maine is like an untouched state it's, yeah the people are the people it's just great gossipy people in maine though you know it's an east coast thing they're kind of nitpickers and, but it's just, it's, yeah, and it seems like it's just America. Yeah. I just feel like it's just really, you know, American. Yeah, it, and we have wonderful weather. So, you know, when it's steaming everywhere else over, in, everywhere else in the country, it was like 100 degrees or like very, very hot. And in Maine, it was perfect. Oh, yeah. So I finally feel we're at a destination that the weather with global warming is yeah. going to be perfect. Because, right. you know, I've always been in Maine and I'm thinking, I got it. It's so cold here in the summers that I don't like it, but now it's just been wonderful. So that's been really, you know. It's just crazy, this weather. I mean, the fires in Colorado, I mean, oh. God bless those people. It just seems just absolutely awful. Um, and yeah, we were in California and the weather was perfect. Was it nice in California? Yeah, it was absolutely spectacular. Yeah, we've had, uh, well, the weather is, you know, the weather's changing in the country and I think it's just with the global warming and stuff, it's just getting really, really warm on the, in the summers. You're well, girlfriends, you're listening to webtalkradio.net. What did you, what did Julie, what did Julia have to say? I had to, I had to skip out just for we, a second. We were talking about clam bakes and uh, <laughs> lobsters. It is lobster season. Well, your your what's your favorite thing to eat is clearly kielbasa. In the summer. <laughs> She's a cheesehead. Yours is lobster, and I've eaten enough frozen yogurt and uh, Italian ice to feed a small country. So yeah, we so enjoy eat eat with reckless abandon. It is summer. Enjoy yeah, it, it is summer. Right. And let's enjoy. go. Yeah. Have 
Let's have fun. fun. Enjoy it. What's the song? I want to have fun, fun, fun. You're listening to the girlfriends. Having fun. Having, Having fun. fun. See you next week.